When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that gets by with a little help on both ends. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll take a moment and think about that. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... Today... We're going to talk about things Kyle likes. Which is... Uh, thank you, Steve Douglas, for requesting this as the counter episode to things Kyle hates, mm-hmm. which uh, you and Donna recorded uh, while I was on my uh, month-long round walkabout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. And it's very ironic because one of the things Kyle dislikes is talking exclusively about Kyle. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. So part of me will hate this the whole time. Great. Excellent. I mean, part of you hates everything all the time. Oh, this is true. (laughs) Um, But first, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy American Thanksgiving, if that's what you celebrate. Happy real Thanksgiving, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And and also, uh, I think before our next episode, happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah starts soon. I might be making that up. I don't know. Dan's in charge of shit like that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Feedback, corrections. No. We have... we have feedback we're not going to talk about. <laughs> also, I'm not in charge of Hanukkah, just to be very clear. Okay, great. Yeah, but uh, Hanukkah begins on November 28th this year. Oh, on Sunday. We don't we don't have a Hanukkah liaison or anything. Is that what you're, you're not our Hanukkah chauffeur or anything? Okay. If you, you want to I be Gage's brand representative to Hanukkah, send your application <laughs> to P.O. Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. And we'll burn it for as long as you want. <laughs> Eight crazy nights. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Okay, great. Uh, then time for the news. News. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News. 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 News the first. Um, Mark Robinson, who is the um, lieutenant governor of North Carolina, so he's the second in command of the executive branch of North Carolina, uh, spoke at a church sermon in Winston-Salem last Sunday, and it's all on video, but uh, he called LGBT plus people filth. He questioned the, quote, purpose of being gay and said he doesn't want to explain to his grandchildren what homosexuality is, something he compared to maggots and flies. Maggots is what he said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, Robinson claimed that a gay man once asked him, so you think your wife and you, you think your heterosexual relationship is superior to my husband and my homosexual relationship? He responded with a hearty, Yes. Um, these people are superior because they can do something these people can't do because that's the way God created it to be. And I'm tired of this society trying to tell me it's not so. Uh, it just, okay, so. What is the purpose of gay, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew that answer. Uh, I mean, keep practicing until you find out, I think, is the, is the purpose. Practice makes anal. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple of things about this, right, that I, I think are are disturbing. First, this this idea that procreation somehow makes you special straight people mm. fuck you it doesn't and there's plenty of straight people that can't procreate and that like 
again, there's so often when shitting on LGBT people shits on other straight people and like this. Yeah. It's like, if you can't make a, ch- a child, that doesn't make you worse. And this person is saying it does. Yep. Absolutely. Second, he's the second in command of the fucking government. Like this is so scary to me. Carolina's get your shit together. <laughs> I mean, just North so far. I don't know how South is doing. Right. Let us know, South Carolinians. <laughs> right. You want to be the brand ambassador to South Carolina. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you said it happened at a church, right? Yep. Which that's surprising in no way whatsoever. <laughs> yep. Yep. He said, quote, in America, you have the right to be a homosexual. And as an elected official, I have a duty to protect your constitutional rights. And I will. But we in church right now and we are talking about church stuff. We are talking about God's stuff. And the fact that like talking about church stuff innately means talking about homophobia or actively being homophobia is very, very direct. Like very, yeah. Like those things go hand in hand. Yeah. Yep. And I, I will also say, I guess like trying to give the other side some, some play here. There was a, there was a protest and uh, Vance Haywood, who is, a senior pastor at St. John's said he's quote heartbroken that Robinson has once again taken to the pulpit to spread a message of hate. This man's theology and religious practices are not only flawed and a perversion of the Christian tenets, but he places countless people at risk of violent attacks and even murder every time he opens his mouth. Yeah. So there's yeah. a Jesusy guy saying, you know, yeah, the right things. Good, good Jesusy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mike, what? Uh, what do you what do you call my ass? <laughs> this is a weird setup for a joke. I don't think I want you to get a pulpit. Oh God! <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome. Um, wow. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna move on. <laughs> um, okay. News the second. So I, I I didn't see the movie, but I definitely remember it. Uh, Eddie Redmayne played. Uh, Lily Elby in the 2015 film The Danish Girl, and so he that that he he got nominated for a Best Actor uh, Oscar for that. Um, but um, I mean, she was a trans woman, and Eddie Rain, uh, Redmayne is a cisgendered man, and has has gotten flack for that. Well, uh, so so just this week, um, he said that playing that character was quote a mistake. So. Uh, a lot of these actors wait till after they get all the ratings and the money and the like nominations <laughs> to be like, oh, sorry. Like, uh, uh, what's this fuck? Jeffrey T- Tambor was like on uh, the acceptance stage of his Emmy or whatever and was like, I hope I'm the last person playing a trans woman. It's like, you you have that power. Like, you could stop this now. Yeah. You could, like, you're in control right now. Yeah. Well, so he. He previously has defended his role in The Danish Girl, mm-hmm. suggesting that trans or cis actors should be free to play any character as long as they did it with, quote, a sense of integrity and responsibility. Jen Richards, who's a trans writer um, on the Netflix documentary Disclosure, uh, said, nah. quote having cis men play trans women in my mind is a direct link to the violence against trans women and in my part part of the reason that men end up killing out of fear that other men will think that they're gay for having been with a trans woman uh with trans women is that the friends the men whose judgment they fear of only know trans women from media and the people playing trans women are the men that they know 
this doesn't happen when a trans woman plays a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie Redmayne is also has been he's been cast in a uh, a, a queer coded role in Cabaret. Uh, West End is doing a revival of, of Cabaret, and he's playing MC. I don't know that show, but apparently uh, that's a queer-coded character that often appears in drag uh, and usually is played by queer talent, but Eddie Redmayne, who is a straight cis dude, has been cast as this character, mm-hmm. and that's why this conversation is mm-hmm. bubbling up again, is like, a, a here we go again. Mm-hmm. So to distract from this casting he's apologizing for casting from six years ago i guess i don't know well, we'll just wait six years and he'll apologize for this that'll, yeah. be, that'll be great i i want i also want to make clear that like i think my my ideal world is anyone could play anyone and it's fine uh because there's no hate or like the the implications of this don't negatively affect this large group of people yeah. like it would be cool if we lived in a world where every actor has all the equal opportunities to play every role, but it's just, we don't live there. I don't know if we ever will. So like, yeah. And there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a different, I'm not proud of this, but there's definitely a problem of like, if you cast a trans woman in that role, the way that we live in our society today, that movie wouldn't do as well. and mm. wouldn't be seen by as many people. Yeah. yeah. So if you, if a cis person plays this role and you end up getting a billion people watch the movie because they're super duper famous, at least there's some some visibility, some representation, right? That 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 audience then gets confronted with. They have to think about it yeah. and have their feelings and work through them. That if it wasn't this mega famous person, they probably wouldn't see the movie at all. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully we turn the corner and eventually we have enough big name trans people <laughs> that that yeah. they can they can you know bill a movie themselves yeah um yeah and that yeah i mean you have to start with someone at some level being like making those decisions that cost you money because it's the right thing to do to like yeah the, the, you're, we're not, if if that's the mentality that everyone has we'll, we'll just we stay in this cycle where it's you know just white dudes playing every cis white dudes playing every role and and keep making money and it like you know you have to break out of that and yep damn it damn anyway it. janet eddie redmayne has apologized everybody you can <laughs> go back to eating your cheerios <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> um news the last yeah uh this is a uh an update to an ongoing story Ooh. but um uh baronelle stoltzman you remember her nope uh, she's one of the people that I say it's okay to call a cunt. Um, oh, okay. she, that doesn't narrow down too much. <laughs> but. Uh, she is the owner of Arlene's Flowers here in Washington State uh, that refused to sell flowers to a gay couple who was getting married. That went all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. But uh, she announced last week that they are settling out of court. I mean, they're still, kind of, I mean, they're still in court, but... Um, but she's going to pay them $5,000 to make up for this whole thing that's been <laughs> going on for fucking eight years, I guess. Um, yeah, so so uh, she said she's decided to retire, and that's her career dying. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of her backing up <laughs> and, uh, and paying my money. Uh, yeah, she's, she's paying $5,000 to Robert Ingersoll uh, eight years after she refused to provide flowers for his wedding. 
she has decided to retire and wished Ingersoll and his husband, Kurt Freed, who had been customers at Arlene's Flowers for almost a decade, quote, the very best. Um, Ingersoll and Freed plan to donate the settlement to a local chapter uh, of PFLAG oh, cool. and personally match the $5,000. And... Um, that's interesting that she like that's so weird to change course after all that time. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, okay. So she said she said, "quote I'm passing my legal torch onto others that are going through similar cases to hers." She cited Lori Smith of 303 Creative in Colorado, a graphic designer who creates custom wedding websites who tried to challenge the state's anti-discrimination law because she didn't want to work with same-sex couples. Uh, let's see. There are um basically i want to retire mm-hmm. and i my my business is done being the standard bearer for this issue mm-hmm. because i'm tired and there are other businesses that are fighting similar battles in other states that they got this mm-hmm. is her mm-hmm. horse shit um i mean yeah like exhaust them until they until they give up that's a strategy mm-hmm. I like that mm-hmm. 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 because like they're fighting for we're fighting for very different things like you know, they're like, oh, I want to like not sell to the these people and do like, but that like the level that it affects their life is so small versus us is like we want to be treated equally the same as everyone. Like we've yep. got the stamina to try to make that stick. Like yep. that's a very different motivations and the ability to just say, eh, I can't, I I stopped caring about this and quit is like she has that fortune to be able to do that. We yep. don't we can't just be like. Ugh. Being, I wish I, sometimes I'm like oh, being gay is so tiring. Maybe I'll just stop for a little bit. <laughs> like, maybe I'll pass the torch on to my other gay friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd take that torch for a while. You could take the uh, double the gay. Yeah. Double the gay. <laughs> double the gay. Double the pleasure. Double the fun. Double gay. Double gay. <laughs> uh, that's the news. That's the news. Um, speaking of double gays. <laughs> I would like to thank all the following double gays uh, because they're better than one. Thank you to the following Patreon members. Red Sparrow. That's it mm. sounds like a red herring, really. <gasps> red Sparrow. Are you a, <laughs> or, 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 or a um, comic book hero? <laughs> oh, cute. Uh, Logan. Great. Hi, Hi Logan. Um, Josh Tracy, which is hard to fuck up, so I don't think I did. Uh... Francisco Chavez, Chavez, uh, and Greg. Got some one-namers in there, which I'm like, got it. Yeah. Nailed it. Did it. Um, Thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you want bonus episodes content, get shit a day early, uh, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Yes, do it. You want to, you, we're going to talk about you now, I guess Kyle. So. Are That's you weird. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know. So, when you were, when you were, you said this at the top of the episode, but I'll recapitulate. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, you said at the top of the episode, uh, you took a little break. While you were on break, we figured, well, like, now's the time to talk about all the shit that Kyle doesn't like. Yeah. So, I had Donna Sugars on as a co host, and we talked about a whole bunch of stuff. We covered pickles, beer, Star Trek, wow. And I'm just wondering if you, I assume you listened to the episode. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Do you, was that a statement or are you asking me? I'll, okay. I'll ask you. I, I did not listen to the all the episodes mm. that I wasn't on because it was... I can see that being stressful, maybe. It was 
very weird and different because I always listen to every episode because I have to edit it. So yeah. to have episodes show up in my feed that I didn't do, like in the past, it's been because like, hey, I'm going to talk about self-harm and I really don't want to listen to this again. Mm-hmm, so it was mm-hmm. like, inten- it's e- been intentional or like specifically yeah. like designed that way. Parting the kimono this- out of 250 something episodes, I've edited about 20 of them. Like it's... It, it's been like at the 10% ish, but dwindling for a long time. Cause you've been more, the longer we've done this, the more and more consistently you, you, you do the editing. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. And so like, there's a weird control thing that mm-hmm. like, I don't, didn't have control, any control at all over those episodes, which is weird. Um, okay. It, I'm going to do three segments. Kyle, I'm going to talk about you liking control then. Oh God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We, <laughs> you mean my therapist, let's all get in on it. Um, uh, and it's uh, it was also like listening to those episodes as a reminder that I was doing shitty and and, and yeah. not on it. So yeah. I listened to some, but not all of the episodes. Like I was wondering if you how you just do you have any rebuttals? Like like if anything anything uh, about about those four subjects? What what should we have covered? Well, no. If if you think if if you think pickles are good, then you're stupid, and I hate you. And there's no there's no justification for pickles. They don't deserve to be alive. And um, the fact that you talked about them is gross. Great, great, <laughs> great. And you, I think less of you for it. Oh, well, okay, all right. We're, we're, Hi, Donna. <laughs> we're gonna. You're cool too. I like you. Love you. Um. Yeah. I mean, you've you've earned this, Kyle. You get you get you get wide berth today. And, um, oh, I don't know. Yeah. The door's open. Walk right through that bitch. Um. Okay. How about the other things? You don't like. You don't hate Star Trek sci-fi. No. 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 It's just I haven't. What I don't like is if you like go on long like things about it and then i have like nothing to contribute like mm. do you remember that episode where the florbians floped all the over the good doorbells and i'm like no oh, that, was I don't, that was a great i, <laughs> I hear is very insightful and really reflects the racial tensions of modern america yep. which, or whatever <laughs> i just have nothing to talk about and i like star trek is enough to where if you start like you could say something that might be a regular thing or it might be Star Trek. And it's like sometimes mm. hard to tell wh- if we're in Star Trek territory. I do like, sneak attack you with Star Trek. <laughs> time time. Is that one of the things the shit? See, I don't know. Is that a reference to a Star Trek ship move? Can it sneak attack? Well, that's a rogue feature in D&D. That I like. Uh, oh, the Picard maneuver was kind of a sneak attack. Yeah. Like you'd go into warp for just like a split second. It would look like you were in two places at the same time. Anyway, that's not Ooh. what we're talking about. <laughs> That's the Picard maneuver. <laughs> um, okay, well, yeah, we did that episode. I'm just wondering if, like, is there anything? Is there anything that just like you hate, 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 but you don't necessarily tell me as often? Oh, that, that like should have registered and been higher on the list of things that I prioritize for that episode. <laughs> no, um, I, I fucking actually... Dan can't hear you. <laughs> I'm turning off his headphones. Because, oh, I was like, that's rude. He has his ear issues. He might not be able to. Um, uh, I, I actually think it's the other way. I think, I don't know if this is just me, like, being on the podcast. Like, sometimes you start to say things, and now all of a sudden, like, here's all this shit that you say you hate and that you love. And it, like, becomes stronger and stronger that people just assume that that's, like, 
you only drink rosé. That must be the yeah, thing. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I started saying I liked it and drank it a lot, and now it's a thing. Like, there's yeah. there's a lot. So I actually think some stuff that I hate, I don't actually hate as much as either I. Sometimes I'm joking and, mm-hmm. and just make it into that, or other people just are like, oh, that's all you like, or whatever. I'm far more indifferent to Taylor Swift than... <laughs> Then even my family believes because of the podcast. Like, I, I, my brother last night was like, "Oh, you hate her." I was like, "Well, I don't, I don't well, really think about her that much." So, you did you hear the Taylor Swift version of the album Red? Mm-mm. See, this is how I feel when you get into some Star Trek shit. It's like, okay. what did you just say? No, everyone was all into the uh, the ten minute version of something, and I didn't. I don't know. Oh yeah, that was like uh, at trivia last week. Dan and I were we went to play uh, trivia at, at uh, Chris Hagee's mm. um, trivia night thing, and yeah. uh, we won trivia. We, you won we trivia. Did. Yeah, we won. We got first firstest place. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. impressive. Yeah, things I. I don't hit. Yeah, I don't like trivia at all. Uh, really? It just reminds me how stupid I am because I don't remember anything. It, it, I get that. It's like, who was this painting by? I don't know. Like, I don't. I like. I memorize shit for tests, and that's the only like. I don't remember things, so like, you know. But I guarantee, if you could get over that, and I'm not saying you have to, but if you could get over that, I guarantee that you would be a very valuable addition because, like, the Venn diagram of things that I know and care about and that you know and care about <laughs> is barely enough for a podcast, right? <laughs> well, like, we, we, we did trivia a long, long time ago. And uh, we won that one. Mm-hmm. I just think it's having you on your team. <laughs> it's like what? Like you just remember shit and can, and know good facts and stuff. It, my brain is like a slot machine. I legit like the question will happen, and then a little voice in my head will say an answer, and I just repeat it. Oh, and it's, have you talked to your psychiatrist <laughs> about this voice? <laughs> it's a it's a thing. It's a thing. And then I'm often like, I have no idea how I know that, mm. or. Sometimes it's a Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> and it had some basis <laughs> of truth. ways of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. like, um, anyway, so no, back uh, to you. Why are we, we're talking about you. Uh, you. Um, no, I don't know. I, yeah, I, 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 the other thing that happens, I was going to say this, is, is like I may say, oh, you must hate Taylor Swift. And then people just like they forget the distinction between us as people and just no. assume that is true for you. You know, like yeah, sure. I think that's another thing that happens. I don't know. What, what else do I hate? Uh um, no, I can't think of anything. Mustard is gross. <gasps> okay. Okay. <laughs> Great. I love my dog. Uh, uh, I like binge watching TV shows. Yeah, let's go into let's go in let's oh, let's okay. do stuff you like. Okay. Uh, do you do you want to go first with a thing you like? Or no, because that... it's like very hard to just be like, what do you like? And it's like I don't know, like a bunch of things. Okay. No, you, you you do. Stuff. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Nutella then. Uh, and, and Kyle famously likes Nutella. Yeah, like like likes it. Like likes it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, a, a little bit about n- Nutella. I'm not <laughs> not gonna do a full history of Nutella, but damn it, Mike! The first time I wanted you to do the full history of something. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Uh, I guess like. This is this is this is exactly example of how like my trivia brain works. I did not realize that Nutella was Italian. Um, mm. Part of me, I think, knew that and then like went with it. But uh, Nutella was very first introduced by the Ferrero Company in 1964, as in Ferrero Rocher. 
And um, yeah, it's it is. Uh, it, it, I, people have to know what Nutella is, right? Like, are there people live under rocks that don't know what Nutella is? It's a it's a chocolate hazelnut spread, um, and uh, it's uh, it's kind of interesting because it is uh, mostly sugar and palm <laughs> oil yeah. and uh, hazelnuts, cocoa powder, milk powder, whey powder, soy lecithin. Don't they use like a third of the world's hazelnuts like going so, to Nutella? Uh so 25% of the world's hazelnuts go to the Ferrero Rocher company. Oh. A, very close. a significant portion of which goes to make Nutella. They also do like they have hazelnuts in candies and or like you know as the dusting at the on the top of a yeah. of, of of little nuggets of of whatever. Um but yeah, the, the company does. And uh so I wanted to talk about a couple of things. I I don't know that... Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. I'm never sure what we're supposed to cancel these days, and I'm not going to cancel <laughs> Nutella for you. <laughs> but there's a couple of things that maybe you should know. Uh, the, the, the first is apparently uh, everybody was all worried about palm oil maybe being bad for the environment, and there's some like massive, huge amount of Nutella is palm oil. <laughs> and then uh turns out that at least environmentally... It's, it's pretty okay. The problematic ingredient might be the hazelnuts. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're using... Um, the European Union is giving a bunch of grant money to Italians who want to grow hazelnuts. So they're like, there's financial incentive to oh. grow hazelnuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, apparently Ferrero Rocher in particular is um, under a lot of scrutiny for the way that they treat the workers in the hazelnut mm. fields uh, and especially um in turkey because their their need for hazelnuts is more than italy can produce by kind of a long shot mm. so they do a lot of importing from turkey and apparently conditions are not so hot um the other thing that is interesting to me about about nutella uh they uh, in the united states they were f- sued in a class action lawsuit for false advertising because they claimed that it was nutritional and had health benefits <laughs> this is like <laughs> man in in the u.s so much like sh- junk food and its advertising is like a, a bowl of cereal in the morning is healthy and it's frosted flakes or whatever yeah. and you're like what we have they name like one really small ingredient like this has calcium in it and you're like well also <laughs> yeah the, to claim that it is healthy is insane they specifically claimed that Nutella claimed in several advertisements that they were quote part of a nutritious breakfast and that uh, it's the not good part of the nutritious breakfast <laughs> there, yeah part- <laughs> Looking back on the report I did for culinary school on Nutella, sixty-eight uh, percent oh. of Nutella by weight is sugar and oil. <laughs> then so is I think so it's is my body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, so this was back in twenty twelve, and they agreed to settle that uh, for up to four dollars per jar for up to five jars per consumer and ended up paying out $3 million as part of that settlement. These like settlements are ridiculous. Like it makes so much more financial sense to do something fucked up. This is to say like the entire thing, point of Trump. It makes more sense to do something fucked up early and like you just bake into the cost like oh we'll have to we may get sued and may have to pay millions of dollars but by that time we're making even more than that so right. i like that's just a, a the cost of doing business is 
like we lie and and take the hit. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I've I've double parked before because like paying an $85 ticket for parking <laughs> illegally is way better than being pissed about not having a place to park, I guess. I don't know. Missing the jazz jazz concert <laughs> or whatever. Um something else about Nutella that I thought was interesting uh is uh they they had a campaign where you could buy jars that were customizable so that it would say on the jar like somebody's name or mm-hmm. like uh or, or whatever. But um uh, there were a bunch of banned words that they did not allow to go on the jar, and one of them was lesbian. <gasps> it, they wouldn't. They wouldn't let you put lesbian on. But was gay on the list? Gay is allowed. Uh, Les- what? Lesbian and homo were not allowed. Huh. Uh, Christian was permitted, but Jewish and Muslim were not. What? Um, and then there was a bunch of health-related words that they were banning on these customized jars. Cancer, obesity, fatso, <laughs> diabetes, and oil. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, the oil one is interesting. It's like all of them are like... It's already on there. In the, in the... Like big ends and the product we, that this is made of. Uh, also variations of poop, cannabis... <laughs> And other references to body functions and drugs were prohibited. But now we've arrived at my favorite part of the <laughs> Nutella segment. Sure. Which is I'm now starting the rumor that you started a band. <laughs> uh, w- would you like to hear your first single? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> I love Nutella, man. I really love it. I can eat this every me single day. So this song is about Nutella. Yo! I love Nutella. I love Nutella, Nutella. I love Nutella. I love Nutella, Nutella. I love Nutella. I love Nutella, Nutella. Haters be hating because of my love for Nutella. They jealous. Wake up in the morning, you see the Nutella just chilling in the kitchen. What? What do I do? What do I do? Is this for real? Should I eat it? Should I bite it? Should I trust it? Do you think it'll be good for my stomach? so no regrets here i love you nutella <laughs> <laughs> okay the reason i'm offended by that uh, okay is because if i wrote a song about nutella the lyrics would be way b- i'm a way better writer <laughs> than that so that's why that's offensive you know like i love nutella i love nutella nutella <laughs> wake up in the morning you see the nutella just chilling in the kitchen what do I do? What do I do? Is this for real? That's like that's a dumb thing to say. <laughs> Should I eat it? Should I bite it? Should I trust it? Do you think it will be good for my stomach? I think so. No regrets here. I love you, Nutella. That see, that's very dumb. That all of that is very stupid and, and not a good song. Um Yeah, um, I'm uh the next thing I want to make is a uh, web series about mm-hmm. Nutella where a guy falls in love with his sentient Nutella. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, that's on our Gayish Media Empire yeah. backlog. And it does <laughs> Yeah, it does include like me pretending to fuck a jar of Nutella, hmm. which is um going to be interesting to I wonder if we could get the rights to this song for that. I there bad and i don't like them and they're not invited to be a part of this <laughs> all right all right uh there's another one uh by an artist named Mo- there's another there are multiple nutella songs you had to pick from yeah wow uh this one uh is also pretty good got 
That was like oh, the drop right was about coming. The, the drop was, was yeah, coming. He, yeah. Uh, there's also a bunch of songs in Spanish that feature Nutella, and at least in one case, I'm pretty sure that they mean Nutella because like my Spanish is pretty terrible. But he was talking about tequila, salt, and lime, like a list of ingredients. I don't know how Nutella figures into whatever he was making, but uh, would um, Nutella and tequila taste good? <laughs> and then I, I some I, questions have no answer. <laughs> what is the sound of one hand clapping? I, I totally ran out of time, but I was going to make you a Nutella martini. Oh uh, God! Uh, uh, but I. I didn't I believe you mean a Nutella teeny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do. A yeah, Nutella yeah, teeny. Yeah, yeah. Um so. it's uh it's vanilla vodka, creme de cacao, uh Nutella around the rim, which just looks like you've smeared poop on it. And banned word. Can't say can't say that, Mike. <laughs> anyway, that's Nutella, which I know you love. Yeah, that's not, I yeah. Nutella is uh when I feel bad I eat very poorly so buying a buying Nutella is a sign of depression for me which is like I, I feel bad for giving you 200 cups of it for our 200th episode I, yeah. at least I had to do a little work to like open each package rather than just stick the spoon in so great you know sure Kyle, um, I just realized I referenced you in my paper. What? <laughs> in the closing, the closing paragraph. Do you want to tell me what you said about I me? I said or? I initially chose Nutella. Oh, so the paper had to be about like the sustainability of a product in your mm. pantry. And you had to like, re- like I had to estimate how the like number of kilometers that each ingredient had, uh, like basically how, how many miles or how many kilometers had this jar basically past it anyway all lots and lots of details about it my my closing paragraph is i initially chose nutella because i had noticed it contained palm oil and knew it was an ingredient infamous for being unsustainable and because a good friend is a rabid super fan of nutella (laughs) owning branded clothing and currently writing a novella in which nutella is a character I thought I might find some scathing details to tease him about. <laughs> I was surprised to see that among palm oil consumers, they seem to be doing better than most. Though questions obviously remain whether it's enough. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not know my love for Nutella permeated uh, research papers. <laughs> yeah, I got an A too. Oh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, I Something I wrote for when i worked there ended up being referenced uh in someone's research on like how invasive like uh digital like advertising is oh, wow <laughs> which is so i'm writing this article for other search marketers that, so, to talk about like here's here's the different behavioral targeting settings you have available to you and someone's like oh look at the behavioral targeting settings they have available um, did you see that Facebook is no longer going to let people target advertisements uh, based on your sexual orientation? Why not? They took away something uh, because it's like Facebook is getting very shit on for how poorly it makes people feel. <laughs> That's the big thing, especially teens, how bad and Instagram, how bad it is for you and how invasive it is, how much they know about you, all that shit. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't I, I assume it's something to do with that. But yeah. 
Oh. I mean, if my super gay ass ads go away, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, there we go. That, that's what that's what I I think I tweeted that from our gayish account. Like, but then who's going to tweet underwear ads with people that make me feel bad about my body? <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you want to talk about? Kyle? I want to talk about one of your banned words, okay. homo. Poop? No. Okay. I'm, this is the history of poop. The Romans started it when they were like, you know what? My tummy hurts. And I've been clenching all my life. And they opened up and they had a celebration for a weekend where they released all the poop. And from then on, people have been pooping. Before ancient Rome, you would poop out your belly button. <laughs> okay. No. Oh. The word homo. Hmm. And specifically the phrase, no homo, because okay. that's one of my favorite phrases. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm going to check. Do you have more no homo examples? Because we, we've done we've done this before. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. I do. And I will <laughs> let you know after this commercial break. Great. <laughs> <laughs> have you had Nutella? <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> Nutella made with 25% of the world's hazelnuts. You can really taste the slave labor. <laughs> Part of a, dal- a balanced nutritional breakfast. Okay. I looked up uh, on Reddit. These are the first results when you search for no homo. Okay, great. I was a little disappointed because a lot of them were joking about the phrase, not actually using, like, act- actively. Uh, the thing I like about no homo is when you actively use it and you're serious about it, yeah. it makes what you're saying sound gayer. Like, I right. didn't think you were thinking about sex with dudes until you said no homo. Right. You know, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that you felt the need to clarify might mean something that you should explore within yourself. I love the way you're seasoning that meat. No homo. Right? Like that's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't think you meant that you were going to rectally like fuck someone, <laughs> you know, like until you said that. Um, okay. First one is the uh, meme where uh, the, the title was no homo, but it's the meme where the dude says, you, I stepped in shit and he looks at his foot and on his foot, it said people who say my girlfriend pegging me is gay. Oh, Wow. What? I don't think I understand it. Oh, it's something like, that's gross. That's the that's the shit thing, is th- those people that say that. But it started by saying no homo? The title of it is no homo. Oh, God. Okay. okay Which okay, I think okay. that's funny, because his girlfriend is pegging him, and like saying no homo while someone pegs you is like a funny idea in my yeah, mind. Okay. <laughs> um, the no homo bro cuddle is the title of this. Oh, God. One of my best friends is gay. He refers to this as a no homo bro cuddle. I went to his house and stayed the night and we slept in the same bed. Completely non-sexual, but we did spoon. I was big spoon. Thank you for that detail. Very important. Uh, for comfort and just a cuddle. Reason, re- so you know just how no homo it was. Like <laughs> I, I was. Yeah, it was. It was it pulled a hole. It was my pole. <laughs> no homo. Uh, reason being, his dad had recently died, and he had been sleeping poorly. Said he just needed someone to cuddle with for comfort, so he could get a good night's sleep. It was pretty gay to spoon with a gay man in his bed overnight, but I don't regret it. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, uh, dude should be able to like. Cuddling feels good. There, are these things that like feel good and are fun, and but they get labeled as gay. Like cuddling is fun. It's, it yeah, absolutely. Good. Yeah, it's comfortable. Yeah, being mammals together is fun. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> the worst way ever to describe <laughs> cuddling. <laughs> I, that's how I like. I love a freezing ass cold room, but then having like somebody to cuddle with is great. And will you be mammals with me under my exactly, covers? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, also, okay. So if he knows that this guy's gay. And he's signing up for this cuddle big spoon job. That says <laughs> that says secure in my sexuality. 
no homo says insecure in my sexuality. So this <laughs> I, this person's fascinating. I want to know more about this person. <laughs> Explain yourself. I guess no. The I guess the gay dude referred to it as the no homo bro cuddle. One of my best friends is gay. Oh, uh, okay. That would make sense. Another one. Man kills his friend for not saying no homo after ten hour anal session. <laughs> wow. That, I thought you, I thought this I thought this was going to be a repeat of the story about the doctor that oh, did the oh, prostate exam. I mean, the, almost. <laughs> like, uh, it's it, it was just an image of the title of an article that is on Huzzlers.com, H-U-Z-L-E-R-S.com. And I don't know if that's a like Onion-style article or if it, this is a real thing. Mm. I thought maybe Dan could explore to see if that's that can't, I don't know. I would say that can't happen. But yes, the doctor story or like, you know, the dude that just killed his family for whatever, inviting gays into the house yeah. like we're vampires or something. Huzzlers is a satirical and fictional entertainment blog. Okay, great. <laughs> Um, but I really enjoy that. Um, it had actual two actual people's pictures. I wonder whose picture gets pulled for, for the uh, for that article. Um, and lastly, uh, a a picture of someone's tweet that says "No homo" is probably the m- most disappointing thing to hear. Sometimes, like "No homo" at all, <laughs> not even a little homo. <laughs> Crestfallen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's no homo. My no homo Reddit search. That's fantastic. No homo. No homo. None of that except, is homo. Except yes. Homo. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, we talked earlier about the like. It's the it's we've alluded to it enough that it's become a thing, maybe larger than it actually should be. But I'm going to talk to you about rosé. Okay, no, yeah, let's do it. I, I do really like rosé, but it's not the... Uh, I go in my I go in rosés, waves of rosé, rosés. That doesn't work, but... Portmanteaus, we, that's, I sh- should have done a oh segment God. on portmanteaus. Yes. I enjoy those. But, okay. that's, that's one thing we agree on. Yes, yes. Portmanteaus. Absolutely. Like, and like 80% of our friendship is portmanteaus. <laughs> Head, shoulders, knees, and portmanteaus. <laughs> yeah, Natalie portmanteaus. Um <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Rosé, so first of all, you're super into Rosé, like, yeah. uh, what is it about it? Like, can you, can you speak oh. to, like, um, cause you also drink red wine, you drink white wine, yeah. you drink champagne, like, unless I, I like champagne, not, a, not very much unless it's in orange juice. Okay. Um, what is it about Rosé? It's just like, why, why do you like happiness? And like, what is the taste of joy? You know, it's like, it's, that's, that's Rosé. That's a solid answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like, you know, wh- why do you, why do you want someone to jizz in your mouth? It's just because I, I enjoy swallowing it, you know, like yeah. it's just, <laughs> it just tastes good when it's inside me. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's wine. It's cool. It's refreshing. It's not as like, when you want something that's like i'm i always run warm so cold things are like can i am like enjoy that and there's some there's an aspect of it that's like pink and like especially when i first came out i was like hey i can like this stuff i'm gonna go tell everyone how much i like this gay thing because i get to because i'm gay so there's something about it that's like gay affirming that i'm buying i'm like a big dude buying a rosé bottle so yeah there's a lot i like it yeah well, so makes for a good dildo when you're done. Most wines do. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Try it at home, everybody. Do not put glass bottles in hey, your everyone, anus. Hey, everyone, we highly rec- we highly recommend you insert wine glass wine bottles into your anus, <laughs> big side first, uh, and then squeeze as hard as you can. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, gayish, rec- gayish approved. Tell your lawyer we sent you. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Um. Wow. Okay. What are we talking about? Rose. Anal. Oh, rose. So, um. Rosé is 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 pink. It's not it's not quite a white wine. It's definitely not a red wine. Um and uh, it gets that color from grape skins at least if it's made the traditional way. Um just not enough to qualify it as a red wine. Do you support traditional grape wines? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh but uh it also is probably the oldest known type of wine no way like what we know about how wine was made and how the winemaking process evolved the very first wines the very first grape wines were likely rosé ish as opposed to red or white um and uh there's there's three different ways to make rosé there's skin contact the saigne and blending and um sometimes they are sparkling um, they come with uh, different levels of sweetness. Uh, Rosés are like really diverse and versatile, which is interesting because in my head, I don't drink a lot of rosé. I do like when I'm out of shit and you have rosé on hand. <laughs> um, um, but like, I just never realized that there might be this like complex world of rosé analysis and drinking <laughs> and like stuff that, that happens. There's, there's apparently like serious uh rosé stuff but uh the, the wikipedia article on rosé says that it became a viral drink in 2015 that's a problematic phrase <laughs> rosé became a viral a viral drink in 2015 when men who drank rosé started being referred to as brosé yeah and then in summer of 2016 a slushy variation frosé was developed at the bar Primi in new york um so that got me on this kick of uh, there's a bunch of other rosés, and I wanted to know if you like them, too. Oh, okay. Or, or, uh, one of them I know you will. Uh, Rosé Thomas. Is that no, a person? That is, that's a character from Full Metal Alchemist. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, Super Cyan Rosé. What's this? Dragon Ball Z. It's oh, a, my brother used to watch that. It's a transformation used by Goku Black in Dragon Ball Super. Sure. Uh, there's a French singer named Rosé. Nope. No. Uh, wow. The, Rosé is the stage name of a Scottish American drag queen and singer based in Manhattan. Uh, he's best known for competing on the 13th season of RPDR. Mm. That boy hot. Yeah. Is it the accent? It's the ginger. It's the freckles. It's the tattoos. It's the accent. He's on my wall in my playroom, even though <laughs> wow. he's, he's not even naked in the picture. Wow. But uh, his uh, I know nothing about any of these out of drag. His name is Ross Matthew McCorkle, uh, born in 1989. McCorkle, better known <laughs> of course, by you the want to be a drag name. queen because you're like, what can I do to really spice this up? Because my last name is McCorkle. Yeah. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race. I guess he placed. Uh, she placed second, third runner up alongside Gottmik. Again, I don't follow. We don't follow drag queens that much, I guess. So um, second, third runner up. Second slash third runner up. I don't know what that, that means. That makes either. you like fifth place, I think. <laughs> right? Like, because first runner up is second place. So I'm just reading what the thing said, Kyle. Well, know. do it differently. <laughs> do it different than you're doing. Uh, but the most important one, 
I'm very glad that you are who you are. And otherwise, <laughs> I would not. Have, this wouldn't even have registered. Uh, but Rosé is also a singer, uh, a Korean New Zealander singer and dancer based in South Korea. Um, and she made her debut as a member of the girl group Blackpink in <gasps> August of 2016, um, which I wouldn't have known Blackpink if it hadn't been for you and your ridiculous music choices. Yeah. <laughs> well, now um, Lady Gaga had Blackpink on uh, Chromatica. So mm -hmm. like that's there at, at be on Lady Gaga's album big. So they're like they're huge. Um, but yeah, there's a, a, a few um, Korean pop bands that i really enjoy and and they're one of them uh and girls generation i haven't seen as much about them than recently but yeah so i i haven't looked too deeply into blackpink but um it, it's my understanding that they're like menudo right they're like they're the a super group that like people join and leave all the time oh i don't uh, know or, much about uh no i don't know i don't at me if i'm wrong about that kids um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Blackpink has a singer named Rosé. I didn't know that. So even more reason to like them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a little bit about Rosé and, and the Rosés in our lives. <laughs> the Rosés of our lives? <laughs> that when I, when I change it up and do my next web series, instead of Nutella and it's Rosé, it's going to be called the Rosés of our lives. <laughs> Great. That's, that's very good. Do I want to change it to rosé? No, they, I can't make a joke about having no tell on my dick. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to uh, tell you about this. This segment is going to contain a lot of things I like, including studies. Okay. Uh, social justice. Okay. Having people not be mad at me. Okay. And then finding a way to take the focus off of me for a little bit okay uh so i'm gonna talk about trans men i mean sjw's and keeping people happy that's that's a that's a rough <laughs> line to walk <laughs> <laughs> um we uh i know we mentioned this one happened got feedback on our episode about trans uh a transgender where we had um Sarah, come on and and she's like miss talk any miss talk <laughs> um, answer any question about it that we didn't um uh include or talk about trans men i wish you know up front i would have said a little bit more about like you know here here's all the available spectrum and we're picking you know one person to interview anyway um uh i also just recently saw on reddit someone posted to the ask lgbt subreddit um you like what is what's something you wish more people knew about your gender or identity or orientation or whatever and one person wrote according to one study trans men face similar rates of hate violence as trans women and we actually face way way higher rates of sexual violence and domestic violence but nobody ever talks about trans men when discussing violence against trans people it's always especially trans women at the end of every sentence yeah. trans men are left to suffer in silence alone um so i pulled up a article on the advocate called op-ed trans men experience far more violence than most people assume by Lori cook daniels um in 2015 Okay. Uh, and want to share a little bit about what Lori wrote. Okay. Uh, and the reason that, uh, according to Lori, that, that we focus so much on violence against trans women and black trans women, trans women of color, is because it is violence that results in death. And so, and, and, and that is, it is true that they experience higher rates of violence that results in death. But if you look at all forms of violence, not just what the results dead kind. in the dead kind. Mm -hmm. 
then it shows some different kind of data and trends. And that's, isn't that horrible that like to get to the top of people's minds, like we're like, okay, let's start with the ones that get murdered. That's where we're like, that's the effort that we're focusing. Not, not like it's, you know, like, and there's so much more going on that, that is, is not murder (laughs) that trans people face. And that's like, a little bit reminds me of the pandemic and all those fuckers who are like, I'm not getting vaccinated. It's not going to kill me. Okay, it might not kill you, but you might have long COVID and you're like mm. fucked up for a really long time. Yeah. That's also not good. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not fun like being in the hospital for weeks. <laughs> like, that. yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, the data that uh, was referenced in the article is from the trans uh, Transgender Day of Remem- Remembrance list in the National Coalition of Anti-Violence programs annual hate violence reports okay and doesn't each show that trans women of color are far more risk for being murdered than other trans or lgb people trans masculine individuals are more likely to be victims of these and and there are a bunch of stats these ones they are slightly more likely to be victims of by like a percentage or a few percentage points so Mm -hmm. not not huge but um childhood sexual assault uh, than um, uh, trans feminine people. Okay. Um, childhood sexual assault, adult sexual assault, stalking, and hate violence. Wow. Um, and they are the the biggest thing. The biggest difference that in this report was dating. Um, violence from dating. Um, it was twenty three percent of female to male trans people versus six percent. In male to female, which like that seems so low in dating. Like I would expect both groups to experience far more kind yeah. of issues. Um, but yeah, so in dating, apparently, um, at least according to this study, you're far more likely to experience some kind of violence um, when you're a trans trans masculine person. Wow, wow. Okay. Um, and, Be careful out there, kids. Yeah, I, I I was I was thinking about like I wonder if there's like a trans women are like more like say something up front or people think it's more visible or like i wonder yeah i was trying to think about what may play into that and i I don't i don't know Um, my brain also goes to like cis straight dudes are the bad guys here like Mm. (laughs) like what what can i imagine their behavior being and it anyway that's a uh, i yep that's probably what it is um and something else that this article pointed out is just because uh, violence doesn't result in death doesn't mean that death isn't uh, like a, a possible um, experience. Vi- experiencing violence leads uh, can lead to higher uh, likelihood for suicide or suicide attempt. Yeah. So um, there may be deaths as a result of violence that might not, you know, maybe not one to one directly contribute. Um, uh, so. So that's hopefully to shed a little bit more light on uh, trans men and some of the risks and talk about them a little more. Yeah. Good work deflecting away from you, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I thought so. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Mission mission accomplished. Um, All right. One more thing you like. Okay. Domino's Pizza. Express to everybody just how much you love Domino's Pizza. An ode to Domino's. Well, okay, this Gatt. is <laughs> this is also a weird love because um, 
just like Nutella, it can be a signal that things are not going good. And yep. I like, um, but they have an app that is really good for ordering. They do the Domino's pizza tracker. So you know what stage it's in. And they're like, Betsy, yeah, you feel like you're winning as you watch it come across <laughs> the screen. <laughs> yeah. Playing a game, you know, for sure you'll win. Um, <laughs> Betsy, put your order in the oven at nine fifty, whatever. Um, they, especially during the pandemic when I didn't, I, I did not order much food at all, which is like, was a big change from before. Like I don't cook too much. And so during the pandemic, I cooked a lot more, but the only thing I would order when I did was Domino's because they had a no contact thing that you could just put in there. Like other things like Grubhub or like other apps, the, the driver, like they, they just kind of like, you have that part of my love for Domino's is about social anxiety because the call where they are like, I'm downstairs. Like, yeah. and I'm like, I don't want to, the point is I want food delivered to my door and I yeah. want to buzz you in and you to come in and give it to me. And I like to, but I'm not willing, like to, I have to have that conversation over the door phone. Like Domino's, I don't have to do that. They will always bring it to my door. And during the pandemic, they just put it down and left and I don't talk to them. Um, <laughs> in terms of the food, they, their stuffed cheesy bread is the best and i get that and and dip it in the garlic sauce which is like so good um uh but they just have a bunch of really good options and i have like a little little feast whenever i order it great i think you know there's better pizza right oh better pizza of course (laughs) How many of them are going to put it at my doorstep? Like, <laughs> how many of them can I just go beep, boop, boop, and it shows at my door? Yeah, uh, yeah, I get that. That's true. That's true. I, do, I mean, I do think I'm not doing carbs, right? But when I'm not on keto, I also I have the Domino's app on my phone, and it's like it's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy. Yeah, and it's cheap. Yeah, and it's fast, and I just. Anyway, yeah. Well, cheap is like, I guess maybe it's because of the number of things I order. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, but like getting better pizza, like, I'm not going to get delivered from them. Like, uh, so I guess you could order and like have, have pickup. I don't know. It's just, yeah, that's. Yeah. Well, so I, I don't have much else to say about, <laughs> about Domino's, except that uh, Huffington Post had a list of anti-gay companies and Domino's was on it. Um, the other ones that are on here are like the usual suspects, Chick-fil-A, Urban Outfitters, Exxon, the Salvation Army, Purina. I didn't know that. Um, Boy Scouts of America and Cracker Barrel. However, uh, they removed Domino's from the list with this note. An earlier version of this story included Domino's Pizza in the list of anti-gay companies. Though the company's founder held anti-gay beliefs he sold the company in 1998 oh so, interesting yeah and and since then um domino's has um their their lgbt record is actually pretty pretty fine um i thought they had a hundred on on hrc's corporate equality index but i he, um he, but i don't remember i thought I, just wanted I, them. I thought exxon did also and hmm. but there's a significant difference the hrc equality index uh uh there's the one list that is about like the internal facing Im- policies about their employees. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are companies that do well on that, that actually don't do well n- when it's not their employees that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Anyway, the, the guy's name is Ton Monaghan, and uh, he was a Catholic, and that's probably where his anti-LGBT stuff came from. And uh, he, he, yeah, as as You heard it here first, everybody. Mike hates Catholics. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm a recovering Catholic, so maybe that's why I hate myself. <laughs> oh, um, oh. But yeah, he's he's a he's still despite he sold Domino's in 1998, and it did its thing. But uh, he's still active in Republican Party politics, uh, and uh, he endorsed Donald Trump in 2020. Sure. Um, to sum up, <laughs> Domino's used to be fuckface asshole dick bags, but he sold the company and is now a fuckface dick bag asshole elsewhere. And like a free agent. I think it's been long enough that 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 Domino's is you know redeemed itself maybe okay. Okay. but i will more i will look into your... more about that but okay. their hrc rating as of 2021 is a 75 out of 100 wow all right, all right. yeah anyway I'll, I'll buy them 75 percent of the time then great great <laughs> domino's pizza kyle um my last thing yeah. that i'm gonna do it's kyle's favorite thing play the play the nutella jam you get a dildo you get a dildo <laughs> everybody gets a dildo all right it's that time of year everybody when we do kyle's favorite things for oh, the very first time um i'm gonna tell you my list of kyle's favorite things i'm afraid to look under my chair <laughs> <laughs> oh you should look under your chair what's that disappointment that's one of my favorite things <laughs> disappointing my friends <laughs> okay favorite pop, pop artist britney right now is julia michaels okay this is one of those things where everyone do is, better <laughs> you sir <laughs> this is that, this is one of those things where like uh like after a certain amount of time of talking about britney everyone just assumes she's my favorite julia michaels is a legit high like artist I, and I get, i've said this before i get the difference between a britney speakers and a like artist who like she's a singer songwriter she's incredible so okay she's my favorite pop i thought singer. she was the lesbian trainer from uh the the biggest loser oh that's something along those it's lines jillian michaels okay jillian. <laughs> no it's not her i think maybe she i might... would watch them bang based on the picture on dan's laptop julia michaels is hot <laughs> yeah um poet favorite poet yeah robert burns no no who i didn't uh, i no, i didn't even think about turning this into a game uh no uh anastasia renee she's a seattle-based poet she was like the seattle's poet laureate she's and you know that bitch. classes yeah um i've taken a class from her i've um yeah uh she was the one who i uh one of her writing prompts prompted me to start writing about sex stuff she said she had um write a poem with less than uh 10 words hmm. about uh sex hmm. Hmm. did she say sex or did i just do do it about sex i don't remember um is that when you were writing gays don't poop yes uh-huh. and that's where gays don't poop came from great um kyle has a kyle's published some 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 works of his writing in if gays don't poop is go get it that's the name of the chat book yeah uh check it out it's a collection of poetry about gay stuff um favorite news site mm-hmm. is them dot us okay which uh is really new site also like very trans non-binary queer forward so that's a very 
reliable. I follow them on Instagram, and they were just recently talking about how Demi Lovato's like fucking bonkers. Yeah. And and um, in the comments, um, Demi Lovato, I think, is like has been contacted by aliens and is doing a a special or something about the aliens and their relationship with aliens or something like that. And everyone in the comments is like, like shitting on Demi Lovato while respecting their pronouns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Um, Book I started that I, I pretend I'll get back to eventually is favorite one is me talk pretty one day by David Sedaris. Okay. Yeah. Seems very good. Yeah. Definitely going to read it again. He was the answer to um, have a nice gay quiz uh just a couple of wednesdays ago if if only this came first uh hobby i took up and then gave up during the pandemic cross stitching cross stitching yeah um my favorite web series is the wondrous life of caleb gaio but it's good no you didn't like it you we watched it i thought afterwards and you were like i don't get why you like this so much oh like both of those things can be true okay 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 you like i didn't know you liked it hmm. i thought you disliked it yeah. um favorite lube Oh, I don't know. I, I, well, yeah, <laughs> my, yeah. Uh, Swiss Navy silicone. Oh, okay. It might stain your sheets. See our laundry episode. <laughs> yeah, just toss it in the, 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 like any kind of non silicone based. I just feel like I have to keep going back to the well for more. It's like, it's, yeah. I it's felt so judged about not having a protector. I bought one. It's downstairs oh, you in the did? mail room. I haven't picked it up yet and unpacked it, but we, we had a corrections and updates section, Mike. Oh. And you didn't even tell me about your mattress protector. You'll tell me how it goes and if I should do that. Okay. Yeah, um, I need to get a new mattress, hmm. but I don't have. Okay, um, my favorite mattress. I actually that was the next thing on the list. Yours, winky face. Okay, <laughs> not me, not mine, not me. Wait, okay, <laughs> I want you to read the next one. My favorite podcast joke. Podcast joke: When Mike acts like you, refers to him instead of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite technology best technology is the cassette tape that goes into your car and then connected to your iPod and let you play your iPod via cassette tape. Do you have any of those pieces? No, I used to. Oh, okay. You Still, don't even have a car <laughs> right now. Nothing has surpassed that. <laughs> technology, do better. Uh, do yeah. good things like that cassette tape thing and then you can earn this spot on Kyle's list of best things. Yeah. Uh, favorite debilitating mental illness? bipolar disorder it's a new one that i'm figured out that i have some level of and it keeps things like in like every now and then i'll be like i feel very good and like (laughs) and i can't sleep now which is gonna throw off my entire day like keeps things spicy for me yeah uh favorite race oh boston marathon okay great but only when black people run (laughs) 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 um my mom uh in her 60s just qualified for the boston marathon wow that's hardcore yeah yeah i'm very proud of her um and my favorite podcast Mm -hmm. is this one because i get to share things i like with friends that i know are people that are open to, to kind of hearing things and being okay just kidding my favorite <laughs> podcast is gay future <laughs> i knew that was coming oh man gay future is very funny it is very good i played the first episode for my dad i mm. made it was like if you say you can listen to my podcast you can listen to this podcast that i really like he didn't like it but that's fine that's fine kyle what's your favorite 
extremely dangerous sex act. <gasps> Anal. <laughs> <laughs> it's choking, Kyle. It's choking, and I'm going to be talking all about it in the Patreon segment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hot tips for that is one thing that, like, I talk about and say I like an equal amount to my like of it. That is not overstated. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We're gonna re- rejected segments included backwards hats, arms. Mm-hmm. Um, what else didn't we talk about? That like uh, Eiffel Tower choking, choking but we're oh. going to talk about choking during during Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, um, now I can only think of sexual spit guest appearances at three ways. You enjoy that a great deal. Mm-hmm. That's like you talk about that pretty often. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, Why wouldn't you want a dick in your mouth while you're getting fucked? It's like there's 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 an opening here. That, like why? <laughs> there's multiple openings, Kyle. There's, there's <laughs> like, um. I did that for the first time in Denver this really? summer. Yeah. How was it? I haven't had a chance to repeat it, but I damn well would. <laughs> right? Um, uh, I mean, we didn't talk very much about TV. I love TV. I Bob's so Burgers TV. was on the list of things I was going to talk about. Um, Frasier was on the list. <laughs> That's another one that has, since the pandemic, made its way into my regular rotation of just turn on. Um, uh, Pen15... Uh, I really liked and I'm rewatching so I can watch season two and, and remember it. But it was like, I forgot how intense it was. It was a lot like it's like, uh, yeah, but that, that one is very funny. Uh, favorite gay TV show is looking. Oh, okay. Um, that's really good on HBO. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Did we do it? Yeah. That's all the things you like. I, and I will never talk anymore about anything <laughs> I like because we've covered it all. Oh, that's a lie, but okay. <laughs> Oh, lying. I, we didn't talk about lying. Oh, yeah. I love lying. <laughs> um, okay, should, should we take a break? Yeah. Oh, you like, you like breaks, too. I like breaks because I get to pee. And take a nap. <laughs> take a nap. Let's take a choke break. All right. Let's take, <laughs> take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Hmm. So are we back? We're back. <laughs> We're back. You're recording video, which has some in now. I didn't. Yeah. I love being on video. Yeah. We're going to do our gayest straightest. <laughs> but first. But first. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our social media. We are at Gage Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Other stuff. We have a Discord server. Yeah. Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. It's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585542 Nine four seven four standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is post office box one nine eight eight two Seattle, Washington, nine eight one oh nine. And I got some stuff. <laughs> you got some stuff. Ooh. Yep. Here we go. You got a few things. Uh this is addressed to Daddy Mike Johnson, <laughs> care of Gayish Podcast. I think Dan put out like a bat signal that people should send me birthday cards. So here we go. Uh, there's, okay, there's a honk flexing. There once was a laddie named Shawnee, who, as you can see, is quite brawny. He'll pump up his guns and his really ripped buns and just wait till you see his salami. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it is a lovely and wonderful day for you, Armando. Thanks, Armando. He's holding, sal- but he's, you didn't, he's holding salami. Right, yeah. He has a salami. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Uh, this is another, I think, birthday card. Do you like my nails, darling? Maybe I can do your nails. You're never too old for that hoary look. Happy birthday, <laughs> Javi and Cian. Uh, 
Uh, hey, Mike, happy birthday. This card is from my Etsy store designed by Javi. Oh, cool. Huh. Very nice. You know what movie those are from? No. Showgirls. Oh. 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 We've watched that. We have watched that. <laughs> for some reason. He picked it. Um, and last but not least, this, this Amazon envelope. I'm kind of awesome. An inner truth journal. Yeah. That's cool. And? and some And some brave person underwear? I believe this is from Joe in Dallas, maybe? Did he not? Put, he usually put something. <laughs> when we get underwear in the mail, we tend to default to Joe in Dallas. Well, I will follow up with him and find out. Thank you, whoever this is. I will, I will, I will follow up. Uh, but I, I appreciate it. And I'll... Happy birthday. Thank Happy you. Birthday. Your birthday, it's the birthday that keeps giving. It just keeps on going, doesn't it? Yeah. If uh, you want to keep sending Mike stuff, <laughs> go ahead. His birthday it, lasts all year. Yeah, if you really want to get me something for my birthday, do one of the four R's, you motherfuckers. Read read for your own general knowledge, everybody. Rate, review, rubscribe, or recommend. It very much definitely does help. We were number one in Costa Rica last week. That was pretty great. And then in Botswana, which I'm less excited about, but... um, Mean to yeah. Botswana. Botswana about that. <laughs> Jeez. Back down to 150 for Botswana yeah, after I guess that. So. Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Quick programming note: We are going to be having your for attention event coming up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's on December second, Thursday, December second. It starts at 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we will have. First hour is a panel that will include uh, Judge for RuPaul's Drag Race Thailand at Pangina Heels, Mm -hmm. as well as others, and... Uh, and then we'll screen my documentary and then have a little Q&A after to talk about it. So, yep. um, yeah, please check it out. I'd love to have everyone's support. Um, and... Yeah, yeah it should learn something. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, again, uh, coming up on December 2nd at 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's Thursday, December 2nd. Um, and uh, it'll be on Facebook Live. So check our socials for for all, all the information. Uh, ready for our gayest Estratus? Yeah, I'll go, go first. Go first, Kyle. Do you um, like going first? Is that a thing you like? I don't think I really care. Okay. <laughs> um, what I don't like is long discussions about who's going to go next, which oh. is why I think... You know. All right, great. Well, shut up and go then. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> um, gayest is I bought Reynolds a light so because it's dark out and he's black and walking him around. I don't want him to get hit by a car and it has different um, color settings. And at first I set the color to white, just boring old white. And then I was like, you know what? I'm like so dislike having any attention. Like this episode is ironic because I don't. So And then eventually I was like, you know what? There's so little joy in the world. Oh, so I turned it on the multicolor one. So it changes yeah. to various colors. It's like a little dance party. Like a little dance party for Reynolds neck. Mm-hmm. Um, the straightest thing is I have not been out to a gay bar in uh, since Halloween. Oh, wow. It's been a couple weeks. I hung out with my uh, straight friend, Agassia, last night, and I went to his house in the neighborhood, like, yeah. you know, like, out where houses are and people have, like, children and, you know, have, like, neighborhood group chats or whatever. Right, but, yeah. Like, so, yeah. So I haven't been to anywhere gay in a while. Oh, well... There's always next time. Like there's we, always we, next time. We, we should we should hang out at a gay bar soon. Yeah. sometime. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, okay. So the uh, the straightest thing about me this week, last night, I was at my mom's house for Thanksgiving, uh, early Thanksgiving, because she's going to Vegas to see my middle brother uh, and family for the actual holiday. And uh, there was a knock on the door from her neighbor. I, I think his name is Eldon. Anyway, he fucked up all of our names, so I don't feel bad about that. <laughs> but uh, he was just making casual conversation. He's like, he asked me, because I said I was from Seattle. He asked me if I was going to like start working for the Seahawks and turn them around. And my my mom goes like, no, he doesn't give any fucks about that. And, <laughs> and then uh, I said, but uh, is Russell Wilson's hand still broken? Was like, oh. Knowing that off the top of my head was yeah. like great. And apparently it's not. He's, he played the last game. Um, um, I just asked friends that care. Um, just saw they lost. Seahawks lost. Oh, boo. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then the gayest thing about me this week, also last night, hanging out with my mom and my brother and his fiance, uh, we, were, we were playing YouTube videos. And uh, I played one of Jeremy Jordan singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow and Home from The Wiz. And it's a fucking smash. He's absolutely incredible. But then as it started playing, I thought, I wonder if my brother wonders if I'm only into him because he's hot. Because mm. <laughs> when, he, when, when, when he starts playing, he's singing. And the singing is good. Yeah. But like you have to get into the song. Like He starts fucking melting shit about three quarters of the way through the song. So at the beginning mm. of the song when he's like, okay, but not like not being blown away by it. But he's very hot. I was like, oh, Murph probably thinks that I'm just into him because he's hot. I would probably think that about you, too. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's fair. And and these things aren't mutually exclusive either. <laughs> uh, this week, we have a listener's gay, so straightest from Will from Discord. Straightest, got a paper cut, couldn't find a Band-Aid, so I threw duct tape on it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, gayest after putting up the Christmas tree felt weirdly inspired proceeded to paint the hallway and stairwell to match the green of the tree <laughs> wow that's dedication and gay and gay <laughs> wow the colors needed to match the tree yeah it's intense um well a special thank you to you Kyle oh. for liking things and then letting us talk about uh, yeah them. I guess I do like some things um and thank you to Steve Douglas for making this request as uh the point counterpoint <laughs> Kyle also likes things there's balance to the universe now yeah yeah Good. what's that let's like Tai Chi or something feng shui <laughs> Thai, chai tea I don't know yeah yeah, um, <laughs> yeah thanks everyone for listening and Thank you to the following Super Gap Bridgers, yeah. Josh Copeland, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, Anonymous, James Barrow, Explosive Lasagna, Christopher Farrell, Jamie Pugh, Kevin Henderson, Tipsy McStumbles, Donald Linsky, Thomas B., Dusty Sands, A.E. Coleman, Chris Cacciatore, and Jerome York, and Cian and Javi. That is it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Cacciatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Goodbye. I love Nutella. I love Nutella, Nutella. <laughs>